Yo, what's good? It's your boy. I am sending you all a ton of peace, love, abundance, clarity, happiness, light. If you are stressing, maybe not enough money is in the bank account right now. Maybe there are issues within the home. Maybe there are issues within your intimate one-on-one relationships. The boyfriends, the girlfriends, the marriages, husbands, the wives. Maybe just internally. Things have changed and so has your perspective of yourself. Maybe you're not feeling as juiced up, as gassed up, as bossed up as you would like to. Whatever is holding you back from living your best life, from living in the present moment, from being here right now, from bossing up, from glowing up, from elevating, I want you to think of it because there has to be something. There can't just be no reason why you don't think you deserve the best of the best of the best. Do we understand what standards are? Do we understand why it's important to be judgmental? Judgment isn't... Maybe judgment isn't the right word. Maybe I should say specific. Do we understand why being passive, being vague is an issue? It doesn't get us where we need to be. It doesn't signal to the universe where to go. We are in constant co-creation with the divine. We have to somehow show our surroundings, show the people around us, show consciousness what it is exactly that we would like. And we show consciousness what we would like by the things that we do, by the way that we talk about ourselves, by the things that we say, by how we interact, by how open and loving we are. Don't be a Four of Pentacles type bitch. If you aren't familiar with tarot, the Four of Pentacles is just a very not abundant energy. It's someone who has to hold on so tightly to the blessings and to the gifts that the divine has already given them because they are in a state of fear that they may one day lose it, that they may one day not be able to maintain that which the, the divine has already blessed them with. They don't know how to handle all these blessings. Selfishness, stinginess, there, there's no desire to share that which the divine has blessed them with, which I do think is very important. I believe that happy, having open hands, open arms to help whenever we can, is very, very important, not only for karma, not only to continue to generate more positivity and wealth and abundance in our present living lives, but also so that we can collectively make life better for one another. I want you to really think about what it is exactly that holds you back. Maybe you fucked up in a relationship. That was the thing that fucked me up for the longest time. I cheated. I cheated on this man. I thought he was the love of my life. Seven years later, I'm still dealing with repercussions that remind me of him and his energy and my experiences with him. It's not easy, but it's the reality. Thank the Lord for giving me this grounded earth, Taurus, sun, energy it's it's when i find myself exercising when i find myself doing the yoga or the stretching or the sunbathing when i'm driving my convertible top down and the sun is just on me 
I feel my soul tapping into the groundedness of earth. I feel me coming back here. I'm here, like right now, this is my life. I'm glad I can turn off my mental. I don't know how some of y'all be staying and living your lives in this fantasy realm that is your mind. None of this is real in the first fucking place. The way that some of y'all be so hung up over certain things really just fucking blows my mind. I don't understand why people hold grudges. I understand not wanting the same thing to happen to you or the same person to fuck you over. But this is where inner confidence, that, that ability to speak up for oneself comes into play. A lot of y'all be mad because you feel like people are walking over you or you feel like people don't understand you or you feel like you're not being heard. But a lot of y'all also don't want to communicate with full transparency. Being transparent is not easy either. When you're being transparent, you have to not judge yourself for wanting certain things, being curious about certain things, not having the answers for certain things. If you are in a space where you are judging yourself for not being at a certain place in your life yet, I can only imagine the type of expectations that you're holding everyone else at and how bad the communication styles between the two parties can be. I can only imagine. Listen, a lot of us have something that holds us back from being our best selves. I want you to think about it. I'm gonna think about mine as I spark this spliff. (laughs) Cause you know the motherfucking vibes, baby. I also have a coffee from Dutch Bros. It's a golden eagle, dirty chai with the soft top. Bitch, you already know the vibes and oat milk. Okay, because oat milk is just so creamy and it just makes my coffee like taste way better than regular milk, honestly. Mm. I want you to think of this issue, this problem, this grudge, this resentment. Some of us have familial issues. Some of us wish our parents were there for us more. Some of us wish our parents were just more capable, more financially stable. I wish that they would have thought about what type of life I would live before they decided to have me. If you weren't capable of raising a child, why did you think it was okay to bring me here? Why? If you didn't want your kid to live the same life that you lived, why didn't you wait until you were in a space where you weren't living the same life that you want to get away from? Some of us feel like that. All your feelings are valid. I'm not saying what you're feeling isn't valid. They're all valid. But the perspective that we have of that issue is not working for us in our best favor. That is the blockage. That right there, that thing that you're thinking of that has you so bothered, 
that's the exact fucking thing that is holding you back from manifesting everything that you continue to dream of. Everything that your heart has been wanting you to experience is not able to find you because that blockage exists in the mental, in the heart, in the, in the physical, spiritual realm. If you can see it and you can remember it and you can feel it, it's real. And that is what is stopping you from living and creating the life that you really want for yourself. Do you understand why it's important to forgive? Do you understand why it's important to move on? Do you understand why it's important to accept change, accept the punches as they continue to roll? It's not because we are doing the other party a favor. It's because we care about our life <laughs> so much more than anyone else. We care about our happiness, our success, our abundance, our prosperity, our legacy. We care about us, me, the individual. Why? Because no one else is going to care about me the way that I need to care about me. No one. Not no boyfriend, not no girlfriend, not no spouse, not no parental, not no grandparent, not no child of mine. No one would ever be able to take care of me, be about me, love me the way that I need to for myself. That is why it is very important for me to not allow these energetic ties to exist within my body, within my spiritual, within my anything. I choose to forgive, to eliminate these, um, fuck, why am I blanking on the word? These energetic ties. I forgive to eliminate these energetic ties. I forgive to alleviate whatever stress may, may come up because of these energetic ties. Listen, I've had a lot of dreams. I used to wonder what it meant to have a sexual dream with someone, like someone who you weren't necessarily in an intimate relationship but you had a dream of them either fucking you or doing something sexual to you what what was that symbolic of what did that mean and i've read multiple accounts multiple articles that explain that when you dream and of course dream interpretation is open to everyone and it's a wide range of idea and consciousness and thought and i get everyone has their own uh, interpretation of the same dream but one article that really stuck out to me I can't remember the author of it now it spoke about how when you dream of someone fucking you or someone being intimate with you they may be the exact same people who are energetically vampiric who are your energy vampires who are in some way envious or wanting from you i don't know how true that is but it did get my mind thinking because my dreams be fucking crazy bro <laughs> and there was this one guy specifically he's no longer my friend but there were a few weeks where I consistently had these dreams where he was fucking me. 
And it wasn't like an enjoyable fuck. It wasn't like we went out to dinner, he bought me roses, we were both in suits, we drove a really fancy car, we had a really nice reserved seat, drank the cocktails. It wasn't like we went dancing before and danced the night away and he showed me off and let me dance with some girls while he just applauded me on the corner and bought me a new drink. It, it wasn't anything like that. It was more so like we were just chilling, one thing led to the next and boom, he was on top of me. And I don't know how much I enjoyed those dreams. I just remember waking up feeling like, oh, first of all, it's funny as fuck that I even had a dream with this motherfucker. Second of all, wow, that's not exactly how I would have imagined it going down. I mean, don't get me wrong. In my waking life, I'm attracted to this person for sure. And I have wanted to be intimate, but definitely not in the way that my dream depicted it. And a few weeks later, he and I ended up having a falling out where I just... There were so many signs from the universe that were telling me that this man was just not about his word. Some people, the essence of them, the, the heart... Again, beauty comes from within for everyone, for everything. It, it's it's the, the faith that you rock with that really determines a lot. I, I could feel that his was not cohesive with mine. I could feel jealousy. I could feel this unhealthy desire for money and this very visible use of manipulation. I could feel it. And I don't, I didn't, that's not me. That's just really not me. That's not what I want for me anyway. When I think of the type of spirit I want to embody and who I really hope to embody it's none of that none of that i don't want to have to manipulate people to get what i want i don't want to have to go through fucking jumps and hoops and fucking all that to just be happy or just to be fulfilled or just to have a desire um you know come to life i don't want any of that that's too much fucking work if it's not easy i'm not doing it if it's not simple it's not meant for me if it doesn't make me feel like i'm the luckiest bitch on this fucking earth then i don't want to experience it give me easy simple lucky for the rest of my life that is my 777 when i see 777 that's my easy simple lucky this is perfect for me this is going to give me abundance it's going to give me money it's going to make me happy because it's easy simple lucky and i like shit that's easy simple lucky i like things to the point where when i show up in the room i know i can handle i know i could do it i know i could get it all done by myself if needed if anyone happens to be there and they want to help out cool i could guide you and i can instruct you i know how to delegate i'm real good at that but listen bitch i don't need anyone else i don't need none of that my easy simple lucky is me 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 you got it you own it you the shit you the boss you're the big boss. I believe in you. <sighs> whatever thing, whatever blockage you have, I want you to take a second to take a very deep breath. Inhale with me. And I want you to suspend the breath. Keep holding it and let it go. Deep exhale. With this blockage in your mind, I want you to be able to mend this, this issue. Again, is this easy? No. But if there are people that you have issues with, 
energetically, I want you to conversate with them right now. And I just want you to say, hey, listen, what you did to me, what happened between us, extremely fucked up. It should not have gone down the way that it did. The way that you showed your true colors actually stunned me. I was extremely fucking appalled. I expected way more from you. And I'm sure in some ways you expected more from me, but the communication style between us, it just was never open enough so to the point where we could see eye to eye. Now that I've grown a bit more, now that I've lived a happier life, I just want you to know that that issue for me, it's no longer an issue. I, I forgive that version of you. I forgive that version of me. That version of me that lashed out the way that it did. I forgive that version of me that reacted so harshly to something that just needed a little more thought. I forgive you for the same reason. I forgive us both for not thinking. Clearly. I forgive us both for acting out of emotion. Man, when emotions take over me, I'm turning to something else. I'm aggressive as fuck. The words that I say are fucking brutal. I know it was gonna hurt, that's why I said it. If I didn't say it, you wouldn't have heard me because it wouldn't have hurt. And if it didn't hurt, then this argument would have been for nothing and I would have looked like a fucking ass for nothing. I needed to hurt you. I needed to hurt you. The ego, the ego took control. I didn't know that I was even capable of such behavior until I was put in a corner where I felt like I had no other way out. I forgive myself for that and I forgive you for the same because I'm sure in some way or another you can relate. I forgive us. It's not that deep. Obviously life continues. Wasn't the end of my world. I picked myself back up through the grace of God or through the deep pain. Something got my ass up again. Something has me still here, wanting better, wanting more, wanting love, wanting reciprocation. I'm still trying. I don't need your apology. This is for me. I forgive you. I forgive the situation. And I am no longer allowing you to impose on my healing. I am no longer allowing you to suspend my level up. I am taking control again. This is my power. There is freedom with forgiveness. That is why we do it. That is why we take the higher road. And you will find yourself in situations where people are just pissing you the fuck off. And, and listen, do I think that being someone who chooses to forgive means that you don't have to be aggressive in your waking life no i think honestly when i get the chance to put someone in their place i literally thank god for that 
I like to be a teacher. That felt good. I want you to imagine that blockage in your mental space and I want you to set it on fire. Yeah, big blue flame. You know, the eternal blue flame? Mm-hmm, we're gonna burn it up. Now that we've said our peace, now that we've made our peace, now that we've forgiven that person, that thing, that situation that had such an emotional hold on us, now that we've let it go, now that we're breathing free, Set that motherfucker on fire, bro. Watch it light up. Light it up. Speaking of lighting shit up, I'm gonna respark this joint. Oh, yeah, and I want you to watch it burn. Mm hmm. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. I had no space within me anymore. We are meant for such incredible things, you guys. And it would be such a waste to allow a previous experience to continue to hold you back. If you know someone leaves you feeling shitty, why do you continue to think about them? And listen, Something that I've trained myself to do is if I really do miss anyone that I've ever had a falling out with, I just pray for them. That is all I can do. Prayer is the most powerful thing. And if you are good for me in the future, I know God will realign us. I don't miss no ex. I don't miss no text. Shout out SZA. Our personal vibe is so much more important than anything else anyone has ever quote-unquote done to us, okay? Now, confidence building. Mm. I think confidence coincides with forgiveness. You have to feel a, a certain way about yourself in order to really forgive people, in order to really, like, know that you were just meant for better. They couldn't live up to it. Whatever experiences they have lived in their life, they didn't get the right intel or the right information that would have helped you the way that you want to be helped. Can't be mad at them for being dumb. Just got to look elsewhere. And it's like, honestly, not even look elsewhere. You just got to do the shit yourself. Listen... Before I started making jewelry, I wore my amethyst ring to work with me every single day. I loved being a server. I loved working in a restaurant. I'm honestly thinking about getting a, a restaurant job again just because I miss that atmosphere. I miss the environment. I miss <laughs> the tips, bitch. That's for fucking sure. There was never a weekend that I didn't make at least 200 cash tips a day. I know everything with COVID is kind of different, but also it's not. 
I would talk to myself before work every single day and I would drive, I, I had a 30 minute commute. I didn't want to work in any restaurant near where I live because, nah, I don't know. I have, I, I am working on getting rid of my social anxiety towards the local people in my town. But for the longest time, I was convinced that everyone around me honestly hated me, hated my guts, did not. I really thought that life would be better if I was gone, if I eliminated myself. So I, I alienated myself a lot and I would go back and forth between being a really big social butterfly you guys know you see me especially if you ever catch me on Instagram live bitch I love people I love connecting again we're humans we are wired to connect but for whatever reason I used to get so deep in my mental headspace that I would just convince myself that every bad look that someone made towards me equated to them really hating me or just not wanting me around And I would just confirm to myself time and time again, because that's what I was looking for. I was looking for the, the cues of the exterior hates me. I was looking for the people who I knew would make me feel a type of way. And I sought that energy out because I was thinking of that energy about myself, myself. Do you see the bigger picture here? The minute I chose to leave my familiar surroundings and I went that 30 minutes and I started working the job over there, I didn't have the same known responses from the same faces. So it was a very new, very naive space. And I felt not like born again, but I felt like I had a second chance. Like maybe with this group of people, I won't fuck them up so much so that they won't hate me. You know, it was like it was like a redemption thing. Like maybe I can make this group of people finally like me. Maybe now that I'm in a new space with a ton of strangers, I'll find my people. After working there, a few months, honestly, probably took me longer than that. After like year one or two, I really began to understand that it's what we think of ourselves that determines everything because when i started working at the restaurant i would i mean of course when i first started everything was new and so i felt like i was a child in a new naive space it felt like the first day of school almost but as i adapted to my environment that same setting of my exterior hating me began to set in again and i found myself being problematic with co-workers i found myself being more gravitated towards drama i found myself just not really vibing the way that i'm vibing right now like there's a harsh difference between 2020 me and 2018 me i'll tell you that i mean i think we all know that okay The minute I started to really just be open-minded again and take every day as a new day and the minute I stopped bringing yesterday to work with me, everything fucking changed. My, at the restaurant I worked at, we had surveys, right, that we would do. My survey score went to the fucking top, bitch. There was very few weeks that I was not number one, two, or three. Top three, bitch. Always. We stay at the top, okay? Because this is the vibe. 
this this wellness this maintenance of the self mind body soul that's a whole top shelf vibe okay my money started going up not only did my money go up but the amount of shifts that i was working went up my position went up i was the closing person and 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 aside from being the closing person and, and i emphasize that because the closing shift gets the most amount of hours you know thus getting the most amount of tips in my head because you get the most amount of tables the most amount of opportunities to make that money yeah mm, aside from that i also had like very free range of my schedule um the people i worked with worked with me so well i mean i worked two jobs and i was on a dance team and was traveling a lot and so they would allow me to be an hour late sometimes um they would allow me to pick up early morning shifts or even work doubles there was one time where i worked an entire month straight when i wrecked my first mini coupe and i had no vehicle and i was getting rides from here to fucking 30 minutes away i told myself that i needed to bounce the fuck back very quickly and so i just picked up every single shift that people wanted off my, my work schedule was on an app it was called hot schedules and on that app you can see when people release shifts and so i would check that app i think i had notifications to automatically accept every single release shift so that's what I did. I just accepted every single release shift and my managers knew I could work. They knew I had great work ethic. They knew everyone that I, um, like all my customers, they knew how much people loved me. Like my regulars were so, based the amount of regulars I had, I miss them. I pray for them. I do, I really do. Cause they were such good people and they really took care of me in ways that only, financially stable people could <laughs> you know like some people gave me a lot of money man god bless them god bless them but drink something yeah we'd be we'd be thinking about a lot it's very important to stay hydrated too mm. yeah Working at that job really taught me about confidence and what it really meant to walk with confidence in the face of familiar fears. Yo, white people used to scare the fuck out of me, especially old white men in a demographic that's pretty much all white people, at least in that town. It's like a very white town. Uh, yeah. Yeah, at first I didn't really know how to talk to these people. And I and it's it's dumb. I like I say that now and it's just so dumb because it's like why would I think that they were any different? Bro, to to assume that everyone is like that, to to true like that's at that point that's racist. And that's not anything that I stand by. I did a I memorized a whole 10-page essay my sophomore year of high school in AP English on racism in the police world and like jails the treatment of colored people in those spaces anyway like your boy has been very passionate about these issues from get-go 
So, it took me a lot of work to change the way that I interacted with white people. But once I started to open up and not change the way that I am, depending on the other people around me, that's when like I everything really clicked and that's when I figured it out. We can't, and, and I know this totally contradicts what I said in the last podcast, but it doesn't because now I'm smarter and now it's like, now I make it work for me, you know? So, what clicked for me was if we set a certain vibe for ourselves, and we know what that is, if we set something that says, I'm happy, I am loving, I am helpful. I think those are really good affirmations. I am happy, I am loving, I am helpful. I'm open to newness. You know, if we want to embody those affirmations that we often see on the socials, we gotta really think about what it looks like. And for me, what it looks like is, I mean, I know how to be happy, I know how to be social, I know how to be a lovable, communicative person and so I started implementing more of that version of me in the work setting I started not shutting down not getting anxious not worrying (laughs) even when people didn't tip me or even if I knew people wouldn't be able to tip me because of course you know we get those tables sometimes they're they're a little much right but it didn't matter For me, what mattered most was that I maintained who I was, that I stayed the same no matter what happened to me. And I really like who I am when I'm happy and I'm and I'm bubbly. And when I get in a certain work zone where I get to like listen to good music and I'm dancing like, oh, fuck, I love I love life. Like in those moments, I love work. I love it. I do. I do. I'm thinking of the FKA Twigs. Did you guys listen to her last album? She's so beautiful, man. Capri Songs is such a dope vibe all in itself, but... (laughs) There's this one interlude where she's talking about believing herself, and she's like, man, like, I wish... Like, I wish I could be that confident. I do, I do. Anyway... That's when all the money flowed in. Like crazy money. Crazy shifts. And also, I feel like whenever my money goes up, my love goes up. The romance was hot, bitch. Oh my God, let me tell you. And girl, I'm be so messy. I had to (laughs) edit this recording because after that, I went on a very long storytelling rant. um, Recalling a very sexy, hot work fling that I indulged in. But that's not the emphasis of this episode and I just don't necessarily care too much about that individual anymore so it's just not worth sharing at this moment. What I really want this episode to hone in on is this idea that I think we prevent our own evolution by holding grudges and holding resentment within If you want to watch your life change very dramatically, very quickly, if you're at a space where you feel stagnant, you feel stuck, you want change, you want excitement, you want colors, you want uh, experience, I'm telling you, baby, the quickest way to open 
all of these doors is to find forgiveness within your heart. Forgive, forgive, forgive. Forgiveness is key. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. Baby, it's key, okay? It, it's so important to not allow hate to harbor and build up within. It just does us no good. It, I, I've discovered that suppressing my opinions and suppressing my very real feelings does me the most harm. And I care about myself a lot. I care about my well-being. I care about my spirit, what I'm doing in this life. I care about how I connect with others. And I care about my voice. I care about my message. I carry, uh, I care about the frequency in which I am operating under. And so being that I'm extra meticulous nowadays, I really am noticing how a lot of my worries would have been alleviated a lot sooner had I not brought so many past horrific traumatic experiences with me. And um, I think that what's also helped me is approaching all of these situations head on and not being passive about them. I used to think that, you know, I fuck all these people, whatever, I'm just gonna show them that I can be better. My Mars is in Scorpio. I think that placement specifically is one that is heavy on revenge. I'm not going to get even with you. I'm just going to make my life so much better. And I'm going to make everyone else fall in love with me so much so that you have to hear about me even when I'm not around. That's my favorite kind of revenge. Uh, but... I'm realizing that if I just approach things head on and kind of find um, more solutions rather than pushing it off and and letting it it do its own thing on its own time, I'm realizing that I'm more in control when I make an effort to heal. And of course, everything in divine timing, right? Everything happens when it needs to. But I do believe that we are co-creators. And I do believe that if we would like to speed up the process, baby, we can do it. We can do it. Yo, as of lately, uh, what has been keeping me inspired? I've been watching a ton of hip-hop documentaries. I'm still on that Nicki Minaj hype, bro. Ever since she came back with these four new singles, Blick Blick goes fucking crazy. We Go Up, Five Year Foreign, that shit goes fucking crazy. Uh, what other ones did she drop? Do We Have a Problem in Bussin'? Bro, both of those go fucking crazy. Those are two tracks with two Sagittarians just fucking dominating, dominating. It's beautiful. I'm such a huge Nicki fan. I had a fucking dream about Nicki Minaj last night. I had a dream that I was in my driveway and she pulled up in a nice ass fucking hot pink Barbie car. And when she got out of the car, I was like, oh shit, this is my moment to show Nicki that I can dance and I can dance good. Yo, because I also last night was watching a TikTok with Nicki Minaj and a few quote unquote famous TikTokers. I've never seen these fuckers before. They're, uh, their dancing is nothing that regular people can't do. There's nothing special about these people. Their fits were boring. There was no makeup. They just look like fucking kids. And so in my dream, 
I had this this moment where I felt like Nikki was coming to me because she knew that what we would make would be better than what anyone else could make. And so when she got there, she hopped out of the car and she was like, all right, show me what you got. And so I told everyone to fucking move, make a circle around me. And she was playing some new music and I was dancing for her and we was going off and I was showing her a little two-step and we was gigging. And this isn't the first time I've had a dream about Nicki Minaj and, and myself. There was one vivid dream where I remember I was in a dress rehearsal room. I was in like a green room or... Um, you know, at like certain dance studios or certain recording rooms, um, certain stage production places, they have the back room where you can get ready and, and all those things. I was in one of those rooms and I was getting dressed. I was doing my makeup and then Nicki Minaj comes in the fucking room and she's like, yo, I have no idea why I'm in here. Something told me to come here. You have five minutes. Show me what you got if you want to be on my team. And so I fucking you know, sat her down, put the song on, danced for her, made her laugh, spit a few bars, a few, I'd be, listen, when I come out with my first rap single, bitch, it's going to be heard by Nicki Minaj, and she's going to love it, inshallah, I just, I just, I'm praying for these things, okay, and they'd be happening in my dreams so often that it's like, man, when is it gonna happen already, I feel like I already know her, Mm. Aside from Nicki Minaj, what else has been keeping me inspired? Um, fuck, I watched Call Me By Your Name last night with Timothy Chalamet and Army Hammer. That's a Capricorn and a Virgo love story, gay love story. Ugh, and I don't want to give you any spoilers. I just will say that if you haven't watched the film, you need to go watch the film. <sighs> Army Hammer... Army Hammer's character is such a bitch because I know so many men like that in real life. I'm the Timothy Chalamet character. I'm Elio. <laughs> and I'm done talking about Call Me By Your Name because I am not going to trigger myself again. I spent fucking like half an hour crying last night just watching the film and being so fucking... In my feels, oh my gosh. I honestly have not allowed myself to crush on anyone, love on anyone, ever since my ex. I'm still, like, healing, taking my time. I'm also not looking to be committed to anyone. I'm just, like, a little scarred, a little traumatized. And I feel like I'm hot, I'm young, I'm only 22. If I'm gonna have a good time and party and be out and be wild and be expressive and be free, it's right now, not later. All I have is right now. All I'm focused on is right now. All I'm worried about is right now. And that's good to me. And right now seems better alone. Especially because I'm heading into my 23rd perfection house year, which is a 12th house year. I feel like this, these upcoming next few months are going to be heavy on isolation, hermit mode vibes. I have a few things planned. I know that I'm working on another jewelry drop. There are different accessories that I'm thinking about creating. There are different modalities of rolling out my work that I'm thinking about creating. There are different just projects in the works. And I feel like what I need to do for me is 
reduce the amount of influences around me because what I keep coming back to is is no one has my creative mind. No one has lived through my creative experiences. They don't understand my talents. They don't understand how I put together projects. They don't understand my creative flow. And so why do I keep opening up these channels and allowing confusion to thrive here? No mas, no more of that. I'm closing off my channels. Those who I am inspired by will have access to my creative channels because, of course, every creative needs feedback. We need um, constructive criticism. We need to check our work. You know, fresh eyes are always, maybe not always, but fresh eyes could always be of help or of assistance, especially when you've been working on a project for so many months and and you... Um, you know, kind of get lost in the sauce, lost in your own work. It's nice to have a fresh pair of eyes, a fresh mind to check over what you've done, what you've created. And I just, I think I found my people whom I can trust dearly with my intellectual property. And so now I feel good. Like I'm ready. I'm ready to not be open to everyone. I'm ready to turn off my DMs and just get my ass to work. And it feels really good. It feels very, very good. I have a job lined up for me. It's back in the beauty industry. I should be working there very soon. And what I'm most excited about is getting my discount for all these makeup products back. Like, inshallah. Inshallah, baby. Everything is falling back into place exactly where it needs to be. I'm very thankful, very appreciative of, of everything that has transpired in my life. And... I will end with saying that I really don't think that the magnitude of my success would have been possible had I not found forgiveness for those who had me the most fucked up. This is what prompted me to, I think, talk about forgiveness and just record something on on that idea. It's probably the thing that has helped me the most. It wasn't given to me by anyone else no one else needed to pay for it i didn't need to pay for it there was literally it was a decision it was a simple decision imposed upon myself that changed the outlook on my life and on those in my life and it has helped me tremendously and it continues to help me every single day don't take shit personal i think as a fixed sign as a human individual i should say it's quite easy for me to take things personally and I'm learning through deep reflection and also through healthier communication styles that most things aren't personal. Most things are, uh, you know, projections from the individual who is delivering said message. Do you understand what I mean? When most people are upset at themselves or at things going on in their personal life, they're more inclined to express that negativity outwards towards other people and I just happen to be a recipient of people's negative projections and now that I'm more in tune with myself it's very easy to shut those people off and to just reduce my energy to subtract my presence without being suicidal about it uh, because that's how I used to be now it's more so like I'm subtracting my presence because I know you don't deserve me because those who deserve me will approach me with patience with respect with a happiness with with a you know what I mean that's what I expect from from my people that's all I ask that's all I want I, I wouldn't want 
negativity. I don't want anger. I don't want you to yell at me. I don't want to yell at you. I want to be able to sit and talk with you. I want to share my ideas and I want to listen to yours and I want to be able to provide feedback and also receive feedback. And I, I want you to understand that the only reason I'm talking to you is because I respect you and I value you and I appreciate what you have to offer like these are the bare minimum for me and my team and and what i'm trying to cultivate and anyone who does not fall within those categories just has no access to me i don't care about you you will never be more important than me to me get that through your head i don't need to reiterate this to you i'm completely fine on my own just knowing this i'm internalizing my knowing and i'm happy and I'm cool and I'm chilling and I'm gonna go work and I'm gonna go do me and I'm gonna go be about me and I'm gonna go shout me out and and boost me up and put myself on my own damn pedestal. That's what I'm gonna go do. Talking about confidence building, that's how I feel about me really. Like really, really, really. Mm. I credit the tiger's eye because I, I never take it off. Tiger's eye was one of the first stones that I ever put on my body like religiously. And it's the stone that I wear the most. I have the most of it on my body. And I just feel like, baby, it's, it's done so much for my solar plexus and my confidence and my mm, approach towards the world. And, and God bless. God is good. I think that's all I'm going to say in this episode. I hope to be back with more content soon. I have like three other episodes that I've recorded, but I just need to edit. I'm trying to share less of my romantic intimate life on this platform i just don't think any of it is relevant i'm trying to not be nostalgic i'm trying to be fresh open to newness and in order to attract the newness i need to stop reverting back to these previous experiences and these past thoughts because all of these thoughts although okay so last thought here I understand that it's important for us to remember our winning moments so that we can create more winning moments. But as of lately, when I begin to talk about previous intimate relationships that I really enjoyed, I'm realizing how most of it is rooted in a attachment issue rather than a winning feeling. So... This is why I am trying to rework my my content. I would love to share these stories with you guys. I have no problem being an open book, but I just don't want to impose on my progress. And so, yeah, the content will be ready when it's ready. I did record a podcast. It's probably going to be a two-parter podcast with some friends of mine who live in a different state. I have no idea when it's going to come out, but when it does come out, I will put it on my page. I'll share it with you guys. I talked a lot about my I talked a lot about my upbringing through a uh, Catholic school and and just how I've processed my life. And I think it's an interesting episode. I'm excited to see what they do with what we spoke about. But yeah, there's a lot in the works. Coachella is this weekend. I plan on recording. You know, inshallah, I make it to Coachella. That's my current dilemma. But, you know, with God's power, anything is possible. I hope to record while I'm at Coachella. I hope to record as many people. I'm trying to meet some DJs. I'm trying to meet as many people as possible. I believe that if there is a will, there is a way. And baby, I'm going to be a living testament to that 
thought. And I will get back to y'all. And it's going to be dope and it's going to be fun. And I'm going to let y'all know how it goes. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy. I love you all so much. Get your sun. Stay hydrated. Mm. And if you're celebrating Ramadan, peace and blessings to you. Ramadan Mubarak. I love y'all so fucking much. If you're tuning in from a different country, shout the fuck out. Keep keep spreading my voice around the world. Keep putting me onto your friends. Keep sending my podcast out to those who you love. Baby, I love you. Thank you so much. Adios. It's your boy.